Hey, this is Kristen, and I just wanted to introduce the shorts to you. Now, what are the shorts? Well, basically, for exactly a week, I've been playing around with an app called Anchor FM. Now, the cool thing about Anchor is that it lets you. It's basically like Twitter, but for audio. So you can, as things happen, you can just hit record. On your phone, it looks like you're talking to someone, so nobody thinks you're insane. Although they don't know that I'm just talking to myself for the microphone, and you folks, of course. And what I like about this is the fact that with the regular episodes, I I script them, I research them, I make notes and everything. But the the real life examples as they happen. Usually, do not find their way into the podcast, and I've been thinking about that for a while. That I thought, you know, things happen every day which are relevant, and I want you to see and to hear, you know, how how these concepts, which are maybe a bit abstract for some of you, how they play out in real life. So I've been enjoying Anchor a lot, playing around with it, and what I thought I would do is I'll just post the shorts. On the podcast, on the podcast. So basically, there won't be like regular episodes. So what happens is that you get a lot of short snippets, and I think a lot of people also don't always have time for a full episode. So I won't necessarily post everything on here, but today I'm experimenting. So the first two shorts, which I'll do right now, they will contain all my. All my musings for a full for a full week, and then afterwards I will probably publish about half of the things that I say here. If you want to hear the other half, you will have to check out Anchor.fm, and you can just search for positive psychology, and I'll come up there. So yeah,、um, without further ado, just、uh, yeah, I hope you enjoy this different format, and don't worry, the regular episodes are coming. I promise. The audio you're about to hear was recorded in Anchor. Learn more at Anchor.fm. All right, hey, this is Kristen from the Positive Psychology Podcast, and I'm giving Anchor my first try today. So bear with me. I probably, hopefully, will get better. So today, what is this about? Basically, I just want to give you a short piece of. Goodness that you can take into your day, an, an encouraging thought or an important thought. So here we go. Today, I just want you to think about the fact that everything we read, watch, and hear has been edited, except for this because I have no idea how to edit it yet. When you compare yourself with others and with what you see on social media, you compare your unedited life to. Professionally, or at least semi-professionally, polished messages. So that's for all of those those of you who feel a bit disgruntled. That's it. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye bye. Hey, this is Kristen from the Positive Psychology Podcast, and I actually wanted to do one of these daily, but I got excited. So let's see what happens. All right, today I'm going to talk about this idea. Kid, that about. You know, do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? And I struggle with that myself. 
a lot. <laughs> it's 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 one of those things that that I'm just by nature very conscientious, and if I know that something is factually correct, and 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 somebody, you know, in of course in work context and stuff like that, we have to make sure that we that we point out the facts, and in politics as well, of course, and stuff like that. But when it comes to your private life, you know, like it doesn't freaking matter if you know I was the first person to point someone towards a book that they now enjoy and they just don't remember it or something like that. And my instinct is to be like. I'll I'll go back in WhatsApp and like show you how I sent you a picture of that of that um of that book and it's it's freaking petty, all right? So I'm pretty proud because yesterday I just caught myself not doing that. And today again, I was in a situation where it was like, well, no, nobody had told me about this email and I'm like, well, I could tell him and I could actually pull the email on the screen but it's someone i liked and it didn't matter in that moment you know it doesn't matter um that i was right the important thing is that it gets done so i didn't again just show him the email that i sent a week ago because you know what sometimes we have to let things go counseling is for, same for you same for me and Let's be proud about that when we actually managed to do that. And, you know, if you really can't do it like me and just brag to other people about being able to let something go because you're preserving the relationship but you're getting a little bit of validation. All right. Cheers. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Today I want to talk about a topic that a listener wrote in about and she said, you know, will I ever find true friends and connection? And After reflecting on that, I I wrote her a hugely long email, but then I remembered a, a strange story when I was working in New York City and I had just arrived and one of the bosses came up and she was really high up in the hierarchy. I I don't remember how high. Up. Now usually I don't care. I don't give a damn about that. However, she was one of those she's one of those people, you know, who has that really piercing stare like she she sees through all the bullshit. So she was like, "Well, what do you like about being here?" And at that moment, it was actually a kind of a frustrating time because I was on helplines all day long at the office because nobody nothing worked. <laughs> My computer could not work. And at home the same thing, like I had to set up everything. So I was feeling a bit frustrated. Um I was not seeing how lucky I was at that precise moment. And then I said to her, "Well, um if you're uh in New York you, you, you know you can find everything and then she said what do you mean and i said well if you're a um uh uh dachshund enthusiast you will find other dachshund enthusiasts and she just looked at me like I'm the nut job that i am right and and then i thought about that and i'm like you know what this is actually precisely right we should not underestimate the effect that loneliness has on people but i think we also have to take hope in the fact that there was never a better time to connect with other people to find them uh than there is now before if you were the only dachshund enthusiast in your little village well that's that you cannot connect so we're lucky that way and i hope you can make use of that luck good luck to you cheers bye bye hey this is kristen from the positive psychology podcast and i just had this interesting situation at work uh which i really felt i wanted to share with you so what happened was this so i i log on to the internet and then i see that uh one guy that i used to go to school work with works at the same company so i looked him up and he's a director and i'm like what that could please 
idiot turned out to be a director. And I thought, wow, respect. And you know, don't get me wrong, this is not about like you're being a better person or anything. But the thing is this, if you become a director at a big company, you kind of need ambition and perseverance. So uh, this came up during the team meeting when they talked about, well, do you want to compliment anyone? And I said, yeah, I want to compliment that, that mysterious transformation of this complete idiot who had no ambition whatsoever when he was a teenager um, to become a director. And then one of my coworkers was like, well, it's all about who you know and it doesn't matter. And it's not nothing to do with intelligence or any of that. And I said to her, I'm like, look, I agree that it doesn't necessarily have to do with intelligence, but you need ambition and you need perseverance to pull this off. And she was like, no, 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 you don't. Um, and I thought about that. I'm like, look, even in a world where she's right, you need the freaking perseverance to kiss so many people's ass that it's still perseverance you know what i mean like even if you're completely unable to do proper work then it's even a bitter better a bigger miracle if you manage to just butter up everybody so no matter how you turn this this guy did something that quite frankly enough i did not think he could do and this is this thing right if we walk through life and we just assume that everybody got there because they were lucky or because they knew the right people it doesn't hurt them, it hurts us. So, if you feel jealous of everybody around you, that all that means is that you don't feel you have enough. And if that's the case, I, I wish things were different, but I also want you to know that you can change that. You can start looking at people and looking at their achievements, and if you think they're worthy, thinking, wow, how did they get there? How can I learn from them? And if you think they're not worthy, like, well, huh, you know, it doesn't concern me. It doesn't, it doesn't have to make you bitter like it makes her bitter. All right, talk to you soon. Bye-bye. And today I want to talk about happiness strategies in relation to other people. And the thing is that we have this tendency to talk about, well, there are people who put other people down. And there are people who raise other people up. And then there are people who just do their thing, right? And I'd like to challenge that. Because I would argue that we, each and every one of us, does all of these three things. So the question is not, are you someone who takes people down? Or are you someone who supports other people? But the question is, how much of your time do you do? Do you spend doing each of them? All right, take care. And that was Christine from the Positive Psychology Podcast on the Anchor. Bye-bye. And today I want to talk about this phenomenon that I've noticed. There are more and more titles of books and articles and podcasts and God knows what else with the title, How to Not Give a Fuck. And it's understandable because it does seem, and I'm not necessarily just referring to American politics, that a lot of stuff is going on, a lot of challenging stuff, a lot of stuff where we don't know exactly what to do with ourselves. But... You know what? Not giving a fuck is no solution whatsoever. So here's a different idea. Don't give a fuck about 80 to 90% of the things, but care deeply about 10 or 20% of what's happening. Here's why. If you don't give a fuck, basically, you can't expect 
to reach any kind of meaningful happiness because your emotions will just shrivel up. That's the nature of the beast. If we're not vulnerable, if we're not able to tolerate pain and stuff, we will just stop feeling the good stuff as well. But if we have too much confusion, too much pain, we shut down. So helplessness is the thing that you want to avoid. And to avoid that, yes, drastically dial back on the things that you give a fuck about. But please, please, please care about something and make that something maybe something that's beyond just surviving. If you can, of course, if you can, and you know your kids and stuff. Because we need people to give a fuck to get to a better place. All right, cheers. And today I want to talk about affirmations, and that's just because I got this suggestion from a listener called Kelly to do affirmations, and she asked me how I feel about them. And the thing is, in in the years studying psychology, I didn't really come across evidence that it works, at least not scientific evidence, but obviously there are a lot of famous and successful people who swear by it, and I've had some success with it too, especially when I was younger and when I was a kid. So I, I feel mixed about it. Why is that? The reason is that a lot of affirmations, when people who are not happy say them, they feel like they're lying to themselves. And I think the moment you're lying to yourself or someone else, it kind of undermines the effect. So what I would like to introduce is this idea of more tentative affirmations, which are a bit, little bit, you know, less tar Tarzan and more, more authentic. And what do I mean by that? So instead of saying like, I'm the best and I'm going to have, you know, uh, I'm going to become a billionaire. Again, if that works for you, don't worry about it. Don't feel bad. I'm not attacking you, but I'm talking about people who feel silly and or totally strange and weirded out when they say these things, all right? So if that's you, you can also try something else and something which you think could be true or could, um, and you can build on that. So what do I mean? You could say, for example, something like, gratitude is a skill that many people have learned before me and now I'm gonna build my gratitude skills or forgiveness is like a muscle and I am going to become better and better with forgiving people because it's important to me and I pay attention to it. And you notice that because there is no bombastic statement. I think even if you're, you know, slightly depressed or something, you at least recognize that there's truth in that, that people have gone before you and that's fine. And it's not like the affirmation that is saying like, this is going to happen no matter what. All right, so this is what I wanted to leave you with, and I will think about some tentative affirmations and share them with you. Bye-bye. Hey, this is Kristen from the Positive Psychology Podcast, and I want to talk to you about this idea that self-development often feels very serious, and I am totally guilty of this. I love psychology, I love deep thinking and reflecting, so I will also go all serious probably a lot of the time. However, there are many different non-brainy ways to improve your life and to learn certain psychological skills and now I'm feeling that my voice is going and the reason is because I did some karaoke until you know the wee hours in the morning now one second
Ah, why am I talking about karaoke? Karaoke is precisely one of those things which are so great to to have a good time, but also to, you know, if you think about it, karaoke asks all kinds of things from you. It builds your courage because most people don't want to stand in front of other people. It it asks you that you're humble because a lot of people think you can only stand in front of people when you have this brilliant voice like a star. And if you don't have that voice, you need the humility to walk up there and be like, you know what, I'm not perfect and I'm fine with that. And I hope you are too. All I want is for us to have a good time. You interact with people. You learn to not take yourself so seriously, right? Um, karaoke is so much fun. There is, there is a little bit of acting and performance that goes into it. And what I also love is that we, we can support others. So I don't just go to sing my own songs. I love to support others and sing along with them and do the background vocals if the, if the song calls for it. So I would really urge you to find things like that to complement the brainy part of self-development and growth. Oh, and another thing with uh, karaoke. Oh, it's just good for the soul. All right, take care. Bye-bye. And I want to talk about mental flexibility, more specifically, the skill to get out of your own head. Now, a lot of times when people talk about this, they refer to meditation. I can recommend it and it's great, but the fact is that not everybody loves meditation or can really get into it. So I just want to talk about other ways. And a simple other way is to cultivate the skill to look around you, to look around the natural world, to look around other people, realize that their faces are just a front and that there's so much more behind that face, uh, suffering, triumphs, you name it. And also, you know, look at the natural world. I mean, birds, they have like their whole own dramas going on with big birds bullying small birds and mating and all that. Now you might think, why the fuck would I care about birds? Well, it's not so much about the birds. It's about developing the skill to get out of your head. Because one way we trip ourselves up is by being mentally inflexible. That means a little bit similar to bodily inflexibility. If you think about it, when you move your body and you're not one of these yoga folks, you, you only have a very limited range of motion, right? And the same is true with our thoughts, okay? So mental flexibility, if you actually learn to take a moment, and even if it's just five seconds, to actually look around and care about the birds and think about them for a moment, you develop the ability to switch perspectives and that will enrich your life. All right, take care. Bye-bye. The audio you just heard was recorded in Anchor. Learn more at anchor.fm. Okay, I hope you enjoyed this first installment of the shorts or the shorties or however I'm going to call them. Now, just in case you're worrying, I listen back to the audio and sometimes it sounds like I have asthma or something. I do not. I was just walking fast because I had to be at work at a certain time. And... But I was thinking of you, and I wanted to record it, so don't worry. I also noticed that I went through a 
wild roller coaster of accents. I hope you enjoy that. And of course, the breathing or sometimes it's even the wind. Sometimes you hear the wind and the cars or something. And I'm gonna let that in because this is... No, leave that in. What What am I saying? I'm gonna leave those things in because these are recordings from real life. I'm not sitting you know, in front of a microphone, I'm just out and about doing my thing. And I just want you to be with me if you think that's worth your time. All right. So talk to you soon. Bye, bye, bye. Oh, 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 I think I found a new tagline. Let me try it out. Be the reason someone else believes in the good of people. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Positive Psychology Podcast. We're saying goodbye with Happy Yogurt.